This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, transfer deadline day has passed and in true Mansfield Town fashion, absolutely nothing happened. If you were sitting up on Twitter last night, refreshing the internet, then more for you. I think we all had a feeling deep down that nothing was going to happen. But here we are less than 24 hours later as Harry in the background, you can probably hear is barking the news that there should and could have been a transfer deadline day signing. So before the Doncaster Rovers match, we thought we'd pop on and just have a little chat about uh, what Nigel Clough has said in his comments in the last uh, hour or so and what could have been for Mansfield Town. I put the call out to see if anybody was out there able to join me. Alan's washing his hair. Nathan's crying because he's not topping the podcast prediction league. And Cam, as always, is watching Hollyoaks. But I can cross over to the other side of Mansfield or even Edwinstow, in fact, and say good afternoon to Mr. Clive Parkin. How are you? Hello, Craig. What you're really saying is I'm the only one with nothing to do all day. Yes, but I wasn't going to put it in that way. Yeah, well, you've got a wrong understanding of what retirement means. I think <laughs> well, I've, I've been in the house about an hour, all told, today. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, right. Well, um, we are going to talk about transfer deadline day dealings. First and foremost, were you one of the, the mad ones up scrolling through social media last night trying to uh, trying to figure out if Mansfield were going to make a, a, an addition or not? Definitely not. <laughs> Partly because... Um, I don't, I don't easily get excited over these things. We've been here so many times before. And quite honestly, if it happens, it happens. And it'll have been happened by the time you've tuned in in the morning. Um, but uh, I can't understand the exasperation. I, I sense you feeling exasperated. And I'm sure many other Stags fans are. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, to be honest, I was very firmly in the camp of little was going to happen yesterday. I I'd Certainly, when I was looking through Twitter last night, you know, before I went to bed, at around 10 o'clock, because I'm getting old now. Um, I was laughing at people putting, come on, admin, give us a sign-in. Um, any chance of getting involved at Mansfield Town FC? I, I, it just wasn't going to happen um, for me. It's but not their money, is it, at the end of the day? Well, that's that's very true. And it very nearly did. I think that's the, the thing to, to point out. So, um, 
what we'll do in the because this is just an audio version of this for those that have, have cottoned on uh, i will insert a clip from nigel clough in just a minute so you can sort of hear what we're, we're talking about but basically in a nutshell uh, what he's come out and said today is that the stags did come very very close to making a 11th hour signing uh, that of Dilang Jasaimi from uh, from Charlton Athletic, twenty four year old um, from uh, front man, um, but it fell through in the end due to Charlton also having a deal fall through, almost like a when you're buying or selling a house when you're part of a chain. Um, few fans li- a little bit frustrated by this, Clive. But first and foremost, what were your thoughts on um, on on hearing the news that we did miss out late on? Well, I'm a bit fatalistic on these things. It's not the first time this has happened, is it? We've we've got very close to the end and thought we've got something tucked away to find that for whatever reason it's fallen through. And I, I, I can see this is a genuine situation. Um, the argument might be that they should have started the process off earlier, but that in reality, clubs don't want to do it too early. They're trying to keep their powder dry until they know where their situation lies. So I... I I'm, 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 I'm exasperated, if only for people that have been trying to make it happen. Yeah, if anything, it's one of those, isn't it, where given the current state of the transfer market, you've got to balance it and you've got to balance your books. Nigel Clough has said it at the end of, of his interview today that there was the reason for getting rid of Danny Johnson was that he wasn't going to feature and he was one of the highest paid players, so we wanted to get him off the books. What he's also said in the same breath is that... Had we signed the lad from Charlton late on last night, had that deal gone through, um, you know, he would have been one of the highest paid players at the club. So it was a big, big investment from the owners, the Radfords, in terms of bringing this guy in. And the fact that it hasn't happened, yes, leaves us a little bit frustrated. But actually, in the long run, you know, it, it also means that we're not we've not gone full circle. We've not got one player out of the club who was on big money and then got another one in for this for the sake of it for sake of filling a, a gap for three months while we wait for research you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't well i, I think it's clear that the owners are not desperate they uh, they could have had a, a sale a cash sale for johnson and in the end they decided to leave and let it go as a loan deal i think that's probably quite astute because if he continues to score goals the way he is his value will increase. And I think come January, we'll take him back to then offer him back to the club he's been with or to the market, whoever's got the biggest checkbook. So I think the books will balance themselves anyway. But we've, we, it's not as if we haven't signed anybody in this window. We just did the, we did the business earlier on. Um, got the two loanees from Forest and we got Hartigan. And who else did we get? Uh, Hartigan, we've got Hartigan in, we've got Swan in, we've got uh, the two goalkeepers in, we've got Riley Harbottle oh, in and Hiram Botang. So what have we yeah. done? Six six deals? Yeah, with nobody out really of any substance apart from, I'm imagining that uh, Walsall are paying all of the wages of uh, Danny Johnson. Um, mm. So I, I just think that ultimately the club have tried... Fans will say they didn't try hard enough. Well, fans are always the experts on these things, um, and you have to accept that. Um, we've got a squad big enough, I think, to to deal with the the issues in front of us. Um, we are lighter striker, um, and I don't think um, the Johnson move to Warsaw was completely about taking a payroll out of the situation. I think there was a yeah. an uncomfortable fit. 
um, with yeah. the lad in the squad. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. Um, and and I think I don't know what the contract for loan arrangement is, but I would have thought if they're really desperate, they could have him back. They could insist on him coming back. But, yeah, they uh, can't do that. Nigel Clough has clarified that point, so I'm very much looking forward to all of the uh, get Johnson back uh, posts on social yeah. media now disappearing. We can't get him back until January when his loan is up anyway, at which point we will sell him. You will not see Danny Johnson. No, no, I, I think he's just an asset. Uh, he's on the balance sheet. I don't think he's, he's, his 10 days at Mansfield are over. For whatever reason, um, rightly or wrongly, Influences the guy is uh, yesterday, man, but he's still a valuable asset, and the asset will can only in, increase in value if he continues to bang a few goals in. Um, and then, then I think where where the club have been astute in January, an open market situation. Whereas, had we sold him to, to Warsaw in the first place, whatever deal we could have put together then is the only deal available to us. But that doesn't. That doesn't go any way to satisfy those people that were desperately disappointed that um, we didn't do an 11th hour signing. Um, I think the transfer, transfer window is a ridiculous thing anyway, the way it yeah. works. Everybody waits till the last few minutes. And it's not just in this league. I mean, it's happening in the Premiership as well. Um, but as well, it's, it's worth reminding everybody that all the clubs in all the leagues are still just getting back on their feet after COVID. Mm. And so... It's now, it's only this season you're starting to see the overall spend in the Premiership come back to where it was-ish. Um, but, you know, ultimately, what nobody's bothered about is it's not about the cost. They just wanted another pair of legs and they wanted another pair of legs. Well, in fact, they wanted two. They wanted a striker and a defender. And uh, we've got neither. But we've got a squad. And we said, in, act in actual fact, you've got to give the squad a chance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really good for the likes of James Gale because it means now he will be in and around a competitive first team at League Two, which may help him. It may hinder him. Well, that's the gamble we take. But it's not for the want of trying, as Nigel Clough explained in his interview with I Follow Stags. We chased a number of players, uh, and then when we got down to the wire, uh, we got the OK on our what was pretty close to our number one target uh, as as players were whittled down uh, and unfortunately the plug got pulled on us I think five minutes before uh, the window closed last night 10.55 which didn't give us any time uh, to get anybody else in that was the disappointing thing we weren't told by the other club it was uh, Dai Lang Jayasimi at uh, Charlton and uh, he'd agreed uh, I'd spoken to the player twice uh, we sorted out he was going to take number 11 that's how everything was sorted he was going to sign uh, remotely at Charlton and then come up and stay in a hotel and then be ready for training this morning uh, and then Charlton pulled the plug at uh, 10.55 last night we'd had another two sort of players uh, it, it worked out okay because the owners um, gave, us the, gave us the green light to go for, for Jayasimi and uh, it would have made him probably in our top few highest paid players at the club uh, on a loan as normal for the rest of the season with a break in January um, and then there was another couple that we were looking at as well which we could have brought in for the same price so we kept those two sort of going along juggling along until about nine o'clock when eventually everything said right yep we're all good to go paperwork's sort of signed and everything with Charlton uh, and then we sort of called off on the other two um, unfortunately and, and then we get let down at the last minute you, there's not much you can do at 10.55 <laughs> so it's a, a little bit frustrating um, the only other uh, positive 
to it is the uh, list of free agents at the moment is quite extensive, uh, especially in the striker department. And we've talked about this before, where it used to be a little bit of a stigma if you weren't fixed up within the within the transfer window. Now it's almost a little bit of an advantage for players because nobody can sign anybody else. Uh, and there's, uh, so we're just having a look through there and seeing who might be, might not be uh, willing to come down. And we said all along, it's, it's, we just ideally want somebody for three months to come and uh, and to come and cover Reese Oates. You know, he's had his operation what, about ten days ago now, uh, and he'll be back training and on the pitch before the end of November. Uh, if all goes well. So literally talking about somebody for two or three months. We might not even need them. And you can watch more of that interview with Nigel Clough on ifollowstagsmansfieldtown.net forward slash ifollow. As we heard in there, Clive, you know, like we said before, it wasn't for the one to have tried. Nigel Clough, you know, did sort of say that they did have a plan B and plan C, but once they'd sort of spoken to Charlton and they were convinced that the deal was going to go ahead. He had a squad number ready to go. His registration was, was ready to go um, as well. All that was waiting for was the final signature. The club didn't know, Stags, this is that the, the Charlton deal, him coming in, um, depended on somebody else coming in at Charlton and that fell through. Nigel Clough has said, as you heard in that piece there, that had they realised that, they would have you know kept the other doors open, but they were convinced the, 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 the deal with Charlton was going to go ahead, which is why they closed the deal on another two players, which were either um, permanent transfers or loans. I don't think Nigel Clough or his team can take any of the blame. In an actual fact, I'm quite pleased in some ways we didn't make any dealings last night because look what happened this time last year. Yep. Yesterday was naughty day, wasn't it? Yeah, it should have had a naughty party yesterday, really. (laughs) The reality is there's always a gamble when you take someone on. I think less so this year because they've had more chance to see people play. I think this time last year we were taking people on the basis of recommendations from their host clubs. Um, And quite clearly, they can uh, be uh, good recommendations or or slightly wrong. Where we are is where we are. And I think what we've now got is the opportunity to to further reinforce team spirit by playing the players we've got. And that starts tomorrow, in my opinion, at Doncaster when we go out and, uh, and make a good account of ourselves. And as it's like Nigel Clough said in his comments, you know, it's not like we've not got any strikers. He, he's, you know, he was asked what his preferred two were, and he straight away he said Lucas Aikens and uh, and Will Swan. Back in backing that up, Jordan Bowery, Ollie Hawkins, George Maris, George Lapsley can both play up there. That's the thing about us this season. We've got that that flexibility, and you know there'll be some fans which moan and groan, and some fans which are disappointed um, by that. I just think it's it's the the, the whole FOMO thing, isn't it? The fear of it missing is. out. It is. But if you look, if you think about Manchester City, arguably the most successful club in the world at the moment, last season and the season before that, they played without a recognised number nine. We didn't play a, a striker at all, and they didn't, they didn't stop them being successful. And I think what we could do as a club probably is play uh, a false nine. And we've got the midfield talent to take goals, providing they get balls put to them. Um, I mean, we've seen our midfielders come to the fore when they've needed to in the past. No mistake against in the cup game in the week, we've got two uh, goals from midfield. I think we've got to uh, recognise as well that for all the defending of Aikens, I, 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 I do, because he gets an awful lot of stick and I don't think it's fair. He still has to prove himself. He hasn't yet. He hasn't yet come with the goods. Um, that's not to say I don't think he's trying. I, I think he's probably the most hardworking player we've got. But 
he needs a couple of goals, not only to get himself more confident, but to get the monkeys off his back. Yeah, he certainly does. Now, I think he might get that over the next coming weeks or so. He got, you know, he played really, really well on Tuesday in the uh, in, in the cup game. Got a goal and an assist. You know, he looked lively on the right hand side of a forward three. That's another option to Nigel Clough as well. So it's all about patience and time. But also, like Nigel Clough also said, it, it's also about you know we can actually take somebody that's out of contracts at the moment and take them on a short term deal, like we did this time last season with a certain Mr. O'Toole. When you, when you remember, he came in, his original contract only ran until mid-January as cover. It was only by virtue of the fact that he did so well for us in that period that earned him the extra longer-term deal and fended off the interest from other clubs. We could do that with a striker. We've had Theo Robinson training with us, who's, of course, ex-Derby County. He's uh, had spells, uh, many spells uh, as well. Came through the, the ranks at, at Stoke and Watford. Uh, been at Derby, as we say, been at Millwall, Motherwell, uh, Port Vale, Lincoln, Southend, to name uh, just a few, and was most recently uh, with uh, with Bradford City. He's been training with us of late as well. So if, you know, if we really needed to, if we took another knock in the next two weeks or so, then, you know, Nigel Clough can dip into that market. And like he said, there are a lot of actually good players out there who are, for one reason or another, out of contract at the moment. So it is not all doom and gloom. Just because the window is shut doesn't mean that there's another way in. No. And I think uh, if we ha- if we manage to discover another pearl like we did with uh, O2, then everybody would be praising the club for the way it's done its business. Um, and I think it was the right way to do it. You, you, you take them on a trial, effectively, and then if they've proved to be valuable, you then give them something that makes, their, makes it all worthwhile for them. I think O2 managed to get a really good contract out of it. Um, the downside of those things is do people then settle back once they've got their contract? O'Toole hasn't, to be fair, although he's made a couple of clangers lately. But uh, I think um, I think I'd love to find another player like that, albeit a striker. But I don't like, even if we don't, I'm just not going to get into this desperation stakes. I think you know we've, we've a squad of 17 or 18 professional players, all of whom want to do well for the club. Not one of the people that thinks. Every player can play in every position, Mr. Clough. But I do believe we have enough talent, forward-facing talent, to score the number of goals we need to win. Yeah, I completely echo those uh, comments. There are certain players that shouldn't play in certain positions, a.k.a. Aikens play up top and don't leave them at the back. And, you know, other players that can be adaptable, the likes of Lapsley, the likes of Hawkins. I think we've got enough in our squad. I'm a little bit worried that if we took another major knock... Um, i.e., you know, another sort of player that's going to be out for one or two months, then I would be worried and then I would be looking potentially at that um, short-term contract market. But I think we are where we are. We've got a good base of a squad. We just need to do the business away from home and that all starts tomorrow at Doncaster Rovers. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we should we should be a loud group of people there tomorrow. I think we've sold over 2,700 tickets or something. And then you can buy on you can buy on the gate as well, and it's because it's a short hop up the road. Uh, in fact, it's our local derby, isn't it? The Doncaster Rovers yeah. games. So I mean, it, they they've come down with a, a League One squad, and I think they are not going to be pushed over easily by anybody. So I think it'd be a good challenge, it'd be a good test. Um, but if we're up for if our game, a game's there, um, we need a little bit of a look. And if we're shipping stupid goals. 
with every chance of taking the points tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, fingers crossed. We'll be back. Oh, by the way, I forecast, I forecast a draw. But there you go. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, you've forecast a, a two-all draw, did you? Yes, it was. Two-all draw, 14th minute. Uh, yeah. Yes, you can still turn, by the way, to play along with podcast predictions. The link is in the description, as always. Well, that's all we've got time for. We'll be back to uh, talk all things transfers with, with everybody else and talk about how things are shaping up and talk about Doncaster as well. Uh, stay tuned to our social media. We'll either be live on uh, Monday or Tuesday night. Make sure you're following us on all the social media platforms uh, for that. Now that's all left That's uh, left to be said. It's, it's quite simple. Stop banging on about Danny Johnson. Support the boys we've got. And let's break the away day voodoo tomorrow and get three points on the board. Here, here. See you next time. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.